Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you are blessed by today's sermon. Friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Happy Mother's Day. And um, something we should all be able to celebrate because everybody has one, right? So we thank God for our moms today, and we thank God for you moms who are still practicing motherhood every day. Um, Last Sunday, as the gospel lesson was read, I had one of those moments, uh, not so much like a big spiritual awakening moment, though I've had those here before. Uh, It was more of a preacher moment. As uh, the gospel passage was read, I thought, now wait a minute, I'm supposed to preach on that passage next week. (laughs) And and so I was kind of confused, and as it was being read, I I got the Bible from the pew in front of me, and and I turned to the passage, and I realized that this passage that they were reading last week was uh, from John 14, and my passage was John 15, so that was kind of a relief. The only difference was, though, was that it was basically the same message last week as it was this week. And it's, the message was, uh, Jesus loves you, now you go love one another. That was the message. Father Steve preached that last week and uh, did a great job on it, too. But as I sit there listening, I thought, uh, well, how am I going to tell that story differently next week? Because it's kind of the same story. And, uh, and I didn't want to just come up here and do a repeat. And so, uh, I, thinking about it, then we sang a hymn, and the hymn was, I love to tell the story, last week. Great hymn. And when we got to the last verse, that's when I really had the big aha moment, because the last verse opened my eyes and really touched my heart. And the last verse of the song is uh, this. Uh, I love to tell the story, for those who know it best seem hungering and thirsting to hear it just like the rest. And when in scenes of glory I sing the new new song, twill be the same old story, the old old story that I've loved so long. You know, I was worried about being repetitive, and really there's only one story. Right? I mean, that's our job as preachers, to tell all of you the same story 52 weeks in a row and just put it in different words every time. But it's still the same story. And that story is uh, the old, old story that we still hunger and thirst for. And simply the story is Jesus loves you. That's the story. Jesus loves you. John 15, Jesus said it this way, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. That's what he says. Abide is one of those words we don't hear that much anymore or use that much anymore. When I think about abide, I think about abode. Kind of the same word, abide and abode. Where do you abide? In your abode. Right? You abide in your abode. I abide in my abode over on Limestone Lane. It's just right down the road from here, about five minutes. 
uh, maybe less than that. Uh, abide simply means to take up permanent residence there. Your abode is your permanent residence. Uh, abide in the love of Jesus. Everything that we are, everything that we do, everything we believe begins and ends with the love of Jesus. It all starts and ends there. You know, Carl uh, Barth, famous Reformed theologian, back in the 1960s, I know many of you know this story, and he said, uh, he was giving a lecture at the University of Chicago, and at the end of the lecture, uh, one of the uh, theology students stood up and asked him, when in the question and answer period, asked him, uh, Dr. Barth, what's, uh, how would you sum up in one sentence uh, your theology? And uh, Dr. Barth, who'd written volumes on theology, you know, it's like you would think he'd be a little stumped to put it in one sentence. But he simply said this. He said, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. <laughs> that's, his, that's his great theology in one sentence. And it's a good theology. He, Jesus loves you. He loves you freely. His love is not conditioned upon what you do. Um, in Romans, the Apostle Paul wrote this, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. His love comes unconditionally to us. Um, when I was a boy, I thought that Jesus loved me when I was good, and he didn't when I was bad. I had kind of a naughty or nice Jesus, you know. Uh, it was sort of like Santa Claus Jesus, right? You better watch out, you know, you better not pout. And, uh, and so that was my image of God, Santa Claus Jesus. And um, I, because of that, I spent most of my life in my early Christian years, too, as um, kind of hiding for Jesus, or at least thinking I was. Kind of hard to hide from Jesus. But, uh, but I thought I was because and what makes you hide from Jesus is shame. And uh, I didn't know that Jesus loved me unconditionally. And then in my 20s, in my middle 20s, I learned this. Thank God. Jesus loves me, period. He loves me. He loves you. Good or bad, happy or sad, he doesn't change. He loves you. And at this very moment, Jesus loves you with the fullest amount of love that he has. He doesn't portion it out to you based on what you do or how you do. He loves you with everything he has. Jesus is all in for you. He's all in. Max Lucado wrote this in one of his books, and he has a lot of books, doesn't he, Max? Um, he wrote this. Jesus loves you so much that if Jesus had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. <laughs> I like that. It's kind of silly, but I love that. I, I think that really makes a point. Um, and, uh, and his love for us is so great. I mean, hasn't he proven it? His eternal love for us in the fact that he died on that cross freely so that we could have eternity with him. Um, that's true love. You know, make your home Abide in the love of Jesus. Live your life with him. Walk with him. Take him with you everywhere you go. Invite him in to everything that's going on in your life. And your life will be better. He promises you that.
You know, as we receive such a great love, how are we to respond? Jesus tells us, as the Father loves me, so I love you. Now you love one another. Uh, if you abide in the love of Jesus, if you put him on daily and let him fill you with this love every day, then you can't help but want to give it away by loving others. It's just a natural response. The love of Jesus compels us to love one another. And so uh, in this day and age when people are so divided, everyone split into groups so much, it's like when you meet people these days, it's not so much that you want to get to know them, you want to know what group they're in, right? That's how people deal with people these days. Well, are you a Democrat or a Republican, red or blue? Are you uh, rich or poor, in or out? Are you woke or unwoke? Unwoke sounds kind of like a zombie thing, doesn't it? The unwoke. Uh, woke or unwoke? Are you vax or no vax? You know, that's one of the latest ones. And so we categorize people that way, and it divides us. And you know, this divided, dark world that we live in these days has never been more ready to see the light of the uniting love of Jesus expressed through his people. The opportunities for, the, for sharing the gospel are just ripe out there right now. And... Love one another as Jesus loves you. Ask him to help you see others the way that he sees them. Or even more, ask him to let you see others the way he sees you. <laughs> Think about that. Let his love guide your actions. Do you need to be a more loving person? I do. I need to be a more loving person. Um, be honest about that with yourself and know that it won't happen by just trying harder to be a more loving person. In fact, when you start trying to be more loving, usually the opposite happens. Love is a fruit of the spirit. Actually, it's the first one in Galatians uh, 5. Uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Those are the fruit of the spirit. And so the way you get more fruit is to abide to the vine. <laughs> Stay connected to Jesus and let him produce that love in you for other people. That's what he'll do. You know, sometimes people need to hear the story of Jesus, how Jesus has been a blessing to you, what difference his love daily means to you. That's what your witness is to people. But sometimes also people need to experience his love through acts of kindness and service to them. Um, if you're abiding in Jesus, he'll show you what to do. He'll show you how to share your love. And then he'll also give you the power to do it when the opportunity arises. If you ask him, he'll help you see and help you serve um, I think so many times the reason that we don't respond in love with people is that we're not looking for the opportunities to love people. But as we draw closer to Jesus, he opens our eyes to that, to the need that people have 
and how his love can so meet those needs. You know, sometimes I think we overcomplicate how to show the, the love of Jesus to one another. It doesn't have to be huge life-changing deeds for people or world-changing events of love. You don't have to go into the foreign mission field to share the love of Jesus. It's great if you do. If God has called you that way, then by all means, follow that call. But the call to love one another is a daily general call for the whole body of Christ. And it's simple acts of Christian love can be so life-changing for people. Just simple acts of love and kindness. I heard this story recently, and it's, it kind of touched my heart. I thought it was a good example of this. Uh, a four-year-old boy whose elderly next-door neighbor had just lost his wife um, was sitting out on the, the front porch with the elderly neighbor, little four-year-old boy. And um, the mom was looking for the son, and she walked outside and saw him sitting on the porch there, and he, she noticed that the elderly gentleman was crying. He had just lost his wife. And uh, later the mom asked the little boy, what did you say to him? And the little boy said, oh, nothing. I just helped him cry. <laughs> what a great story, huh? You know, the love of Jesus can be expressed in so many simple ways, right? Just giving someone a hand, just sharing a kindness with a neighbor. Uh, the love of Jesus in that situation can be a powerful, heart-touching, healing thing. Jesus' love is, is an accepting, gracious, caring, compassionate kind of love. And it can be shown in such simple and meaningful ways. You know, it's an old, old story, isn't it? It's an old, old story, but it never grows old. It's new every day, the love of Jesus. It's fresh every morning. It's healing. It's empowering. It changes us, the love of Jesus. It changes my life every day. And I know for you that it touches and changes your lives too daily, the love of Jesus. Um, and so the question comes down to this. How are you going to respond to such a life-giving, life-changing love? As the Father has loved me, Jesus said, so I love you. Now go and love one another. And as you go, always remember, Jesus loves you. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.